your phone always vibrates so goddamn loud. The best part of this model. Wait, so you got that model specifically because it vibrates so loud? It's the smallest iPhone. Is that an iPhone 2? I mean, it's really... You know how long I've had this phone. You've had that phone as long as our friend Bob has been alive. In the past two weeks, though, damn near every time I take it out of my pocket, if it's someone that I don't know or hasn't seen my phone, they make a comment lately. Ever since the Prov weekend, it like it just keeps popping. Like I'll be some random store and like put my phone like at the grocery. I put my phone out, like check my phone to make sure I got like everything on the list. Somebody I've never seen in my life, like. Oh, man, is that an iPhone 2, dude? What you working with over there? I'm like, uh, no. Like, I prefer this phone. I like this model. It doesn't fall out of my hands. In fact, there was such a demand for this size phone. This year, it's one of the two sizes Apple's bringing back. Thank you all very effing much. So does that mean you're finally going to upgrade your phone to one that is a newer model but i mean i'm not paying a grand let's be honest here oh you don't pay a grand that's what new iphones cost yeah but you pay it over time and you rent it i'd rather have bourbon My name is John Edwards, and with me is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. How are you, Zeke Baker? You sound like you were clenching in a fart when you said that. No. Our first time in the studio. I guess you are a little nervous from the first time. I don't want to wake up everyone in the house. I think it's more what it is. I mean, it's, it's completely natural to be nervous the first time. Are you nervous the first time in the studio? I was always nervous the first time. How many firsts did you have? I mean, it was like the first time you were with a girl, first time you were with a guy. <laughs> mm. You know, you, there's nothing wrong with that. You're I'm, really pushing the boundary on the whole don't cuss thing, ass. I, I'm, I love everyone. No, I like it. I, you haven't snuck in a subtle jab on me like that in a while. I'm, it caught me off guard. That, that was a good rib punch. <laughs> I'll, I'll be ready next time. I didn't know you had that in me, but or had it in you, but I'm, I'm, I'm ready now. I have a lot of fat protecting my ribs we'll just simply say back to the original question there, there might have been a few times of a uh, let's just spoon <laughs> this is your first time in the studio do you like it are you comfortable i mean we are actually recording on a couch i mean i feel pretty good i'm, I'm laid back and leisurely my only concern is you know when i get comfortable i have a tendency is to literally fall asleep like damn near narcoleptic i liked it as i was setting up the equipment you were over there and your eyes were closed and you were out. breathing heavy yeah you were we had a little bit of a snafu with one of these boom stands, but we fixed it. We, we busted out a drill and we fixed it. Hey, you got to admit my metaphor of this thing's facing the wrong direction. That's why it's not going over the uh, receptacle. This is before a child and this is after a child. <laughs> Completely fits a different way. True story. 
Anyways, the good folks over at Heaven's Door, our friend Lucy, said, you know what? We're going to do something awesome for the dads, and we are going to make sure that you get one of the bootleg series. So thank you, Heaven's Door, for sending this our way. The bootleg series is a 26-year aged whiskey finished in the Japanese Mizunara oak barrels. Only 3,000 were produced, two rarities together, a whiskey aged for 26 years, and a highly precious Japanese wood vintage. It was distilled from a low-rise Mashville. Mizunara oak is one of the rarest and most expensive types of oak in the world. It must be at least 200 years before harvested for barrel aging. It's almost as much as Bob Hopkins. It's 111.5 proof, 55.75% ABV, and the 2019 edition features train tracks by Bob Dylan inside a collectible, individually numbered leather journal. Now, if you look at it, the box looks like a book, like a really nice old book that you would have. But it looks like a, a leather-bound book that well, Ron Perb. I, I mean, I legit said it when I walked in here. I was like, oh, man, who gave us this big-ass binder? And you're like, it's the booze. I'm like, huh? the bootleg i mean i literally thought it was you know like a almost like a ledger like jb has the whiskey house you know everybody signs they come in it looks like something ron burgundy would have at his house it's very regal it's gonna look great up on the shelf and here in the studio it says 2019 on it. it has a heaven's door logo on it when you open it up so it's a ceramic bottle that actually has bob dylan's train tracks painting it was a painting that bob dylan actually did It has lyrics of Bob Dylan etched into the leather on the inside. And then there is a coin on the bottom. You know, so there's a wood inlay where the bottle goes. So the whole thing for the cost of this bottle, which is very expensive, they've gone the extra mile as far as the marketing. Yeah, there's also an, an interesting seer in the back of the box, which would be behind the bottle as far as presentation, that has the number bottle, you know, uh, 1136 out of uh, 3797. Somewhat humorously, it does say on the cover, rare and unreleased, but it is released now. Well, it was a tribute <laughs> to Bob Dylan's bootleg tapes, which were rare and unreleased. So it's supposed to be kind of akin to that. It's supposed to be a nod to. So in the... Uh, the writing, I guess, here on the, the side of the package. I assume these are Dylan song lyrics. Yep. What would I draw? Well, I guess I would start with whatever was at hand. I sat at the table, took out a pencil and paper, and drew the typewriter. A crucifix, a rose, knives and pens, empty cigarette boxes. I'd lose track of time completely, dot, dot, dot. Not that I thought I was any great drawer, but I did feel like I was putting an orderliness to the chaos around. I'm lost. And and I wasn't even listening to what I read. That's pretty normal for you, though. I mean, I get the crucifix and the rose. I mean, that's some uh, religion reference, I would suppose. I would hope so. (laughs) I took the low road there, bud. Let's be honest. I love this insight. This is Deep Thoughts with Zeke Baker right now. I mean, I will say uh, I've never overly dialed into the mind of Dylan, so to speak. But if you know me, you know that I do love the band. Uh, Their first album was Music from Big Pink, which they wrote with Bob in a big-ass pink house in upstate New York. You know, they were Dylan's band before they were the band. I've seen enough of those outtakes and uh, things to have a fair idea of what's going on, but this is a little uh, out there. 
You, know, you pick up that big old binder and you just got to carry that weight. I mean, you feel free to dial in what you think was the uh, the reference of the typewriter, the knives and pins, and the empty cigarette boxes. I already took the low road. The, the crucifix and the yeah, rose. I got those. Leave it to me to take the low road, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to let the work speak for itself. It's there. One thing I want to mention, because we got so excited coming in here to the studio for the first time, I felt awesome getting you actually up in here. I want to let you know this episode is sponsored by CastCartel.com, changing the industry standard and in how you receive the world's greatest spirits. Get them delivered directly to your door with CastCartel.com. Whatever the spirit you want, they have it for you. They have picks sometimes. They don't always have picks, but they have a lot of the stuff that you're going to want shipped right to you. And what they do is they're like the Amazon of the spirits industry. So they hook you up with merchants that will sell right to your door. You're running late. Things are going crazy. Your kids are kind of always yelling at you and making you do stuff. You got a toddler like we do. Go ahead and go to Cast Cartel. It will save you time. We know you always love going to the liquor store and talking to the awesome staff there about what's going on. But if you don't have time to do that, go to cascartel.com, get your spirits delivered to your door. Also visit them on Instagram at cascartel. They're always doing awesome giveaways for their followers. They just did a Pappy giveaway. Go to cascartel at instagram.com. Before we go in the nose. Oh, we should mention it is Canadian whiskey. Well, we didn't mention that before. Yeah, I, I did see that on the, the back of the bottle. It did kind of throw me for a curve. And I guess so before what I was going to say, the double before before, I had assumed coming into this based on the age and other things in the market space that this was most likely a uh, Tullahoma, Tennessee product. Again, as John said, we we did uh, surprisingly see when we managed to turn the bottle around. It says <laughs> Canadian whiskey. Uh, me and uh, Carmen San Diego over here did pretty good on that one. <laughs> Do it, Rockapella. But but looking at it, and you know, you and I rarely get into color, and it's not something that I really ever judge whiskey on. For the most part, I could care less. But I will say for 26 years, this has a really light color. I mean, if you were to put this next to an older Willet or an older Heaven Hill, 20 something year old whiskey, I mean, this is Pilsner Golden. Yeah, there's no way you would put this in the, you know, and, and, you, and, you, and you can correct me because I don't drink much beer, but I mean, to me, that, that, that's what I think of when I think of Pilsner beer. Yeah, that's more of a pilsner or even just a lager. Like, a, yeah, it's not as dark as an IPA. It's not as dark as a stout. Stout is where I think a twenty-seven-year-old would be. Like, oh, yeah. it's it's dark, dark, dark. But so this is a twenty-six-year-old whiskey. It was finished in a. I'm just gonna say Mizu cast because we all know I don't do the best with words over two syllables. There's no time frame as far as how long it was in the second cask but assumably i don't think 26 years ago many people had the mindset to put a whiskey like this in a mizu so i'm at least gonna assume it didn't spend its entire life in there if we're wrong heaven's door please correct us uh, we by no means want to misportray anything but nose wise there's a, a bit of a, a minerality it's more musty than it is oak as far as you know the, the the portion of it to me that shows its age. I mean, an overwhelming majority of this to me is movie theater buttered popcorn. It's that super sweet and creamy. And that's on the nose, right? 
Yeah, I mean the the nuance to it is it does show its age a little bit. Like if you take a deep inhale at the back of the expression, to me is where I get the the age and a little bit of minerality. But just on a light whiff, I mean to me it's like you know going to the movies on a Sunday with my grandma back in the day, and you know they're putting the the butter on there. And you're like, no man, give me a few more pumps. I want to drip <laughs> through the bottom of that bucket. It's funny to me how sweet this is and how much of a lack of deep oak. It's definitely there. I know that there's oak. To me, it's just very faint at the back end, but literally like movie theater popcorn with a ton of butter, um, just little butterscotch candies. I mean, so many uh, (laughs) random experiences I had with my grandma when I was a little kid. But I get more butterscotch candy than I would the movie theater buttered popcorn because I'm not getting as much of the corn on the nose i know this is a low rye which makes you assume it is a higher corn (laughs) that is the seesaw it's also canadian so then i'm like what is the actual mashville so funny part is a segue back to the band on this all of them were canadian except for uh levon helm he was from arkansas levon was a badass though i really wanted the name charleston levon how did that get nixed? Very fast. Really? I tried and I brought it up multiple times. What if it was one of those things where it was like L period Charleston Baker? It just wasn't in the cards. You could have done one of those things where you call him by his middle name. I mean, maybe worse comes worse. I'll just tell Layla that's like the female version of Levon. <laughs> I mean, and she does have a pretty sweet guitar leg <laughs> in her song. So have you tried this stuff? Yeah, on the nose, though, I didn't get as much corn. I really got that butterscotch is more of where my nose goes. Like that factory sense is the butterscotch with a little bit of oak. The wood is is in there. It almost kind of smells like the sandal wood that I would put on my beard. You know, like in a, a, a beard comb. They have those combs made out of wood that you use in your beard. I have one downstairs. I'll show you. Is it the same thing you use for your back hair? No. Oh, okay. There's all sorts of stuff that you can use to shave it or if I want to braid it, whatever it is, like I can do that. You want to like put beads in it? (laughs) What are your tasted notes now, buddy? I would definitely say that the curtains match the drapes. It follows suit. Really sweet. I mean, I didn't get this the first couple of sips, but kind of having one and really letting the mind ramble. To some degree, it it almost reminds me of some light whiskey. A little bit. It's a little bit of a reach, but at the same time, it got that type of sweetness to it. And for a 26-year aged product, I would never expect something to have that much of a sweet pop. I almost got a little bit of orange in there, too, on the back of the palate. I'm proud of you right there. You could have said citrus. You could have. I like this. 2020 is going in the right direction. It's like the roof of your mouth... At the back of the roof of your mouth is where that orange hit for me. I can feel that to a degree, but I still get much more vanilla candy sweet. What's weird is you get that and then all of a sudden it just like does a 180. You don't get a ton of oak or, or age, but what age is there does show up all of a sudden. I mean, it, it's through like, ooh, ooh, uh, oh, hey, okay. But it's not in an off-putting way. No, no, no. It's like, oh, there's a little bit of oak. It, it, it just kind of catches you because it, like sitting here on the sofa, it almost rocks you to sleep with that sweetness. And all of a sudden, like, hey, buddy, I got some age, too. It's like in college where all the freshmen show up to the party early because 
they think that's what they're supposed to do. And then the seniors come rocking in like an hour and a half, two hours late. They got to do some pre-gaming first. That's kind of how it was in here. It's like the the youthful notes kind of hit, even though this isn't a young whiskey, but you know, it's like that fruit, the orange, the sweetness, the butterscotch, all that stuff hits me early. And then the oak and the leather, that kind of stuff shows up at the very end. Kind of like, you know, when you're hanging out with a random cougar and you think she's had too much and then she proves you she didn't. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened to me, but... (laughs) I'd be interested to hear the the Zeke Baker files. That's offline. Who's the guy? Why why can't I think of the name? Tucker Max. I feel like you could write a book that would rival Tucker Max. He spent some time in Athens. Yeah? You ever party with him? No, I, I found that about also after the fact. But somewhere between that guy and then uh, the dude that did the, uh, the Shit My Dad Says books, I, I want to do a hybrid between those two one day. You would have a great Shit My Dad Says book. Yeah, if I could mix those two. I, maybe not we, but I might not have to work anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then maybe you could buy better equipment (laughs) for us. Nope, better booze. Thank you. I just want two of the really nice microphones and then everything else is fine. So, (sighs) And maybe a table. I'm really perplexed by this. The age, in a blind, I would never say this was 26-year-old whiskey. I don't know what my perception of Canadian whiskey would be, because I think all we've really ever had is the Alberta rye. It's hard to peg that. But then as far as the Mizu finish, what I've had that was Mizu, granted most of it was a Japanese whiskey, but it's a very distinct profile that's imparted on it from that wood. And I don't necessarily get a ton of that. Here's kind of where I'm at. You take price out of consideration. Well, we haven't brought that up yet. but So yeah, we haven't brought it up yet. But you take price out of it. With only 3,000 bottles, this isn't something that people are going to get regularly. So is this a great pour? I liked it. I enjoyed this pour. I liked the complexity of it. I liked the different notes that came in. For 26 years old, I applaud the fact that this was not an oak bomb. The Mizu did a great job to add sweetness to it. I wish... It probably sat in the Mizu a little bit longer. And this is something that you and I talked about. You brought it up first with all due credit, but it's something that we talked about before we started recording. We don't know how long it was in the, the Mizu cask, but I feel like it's a great pour. If you ordered this at a bar, if you bought this bottle, I don't think you're going to sit there and be disappointed. It does make you think. What I think the most is I would have liked to have probably seen this in the Mizu a little bit longer. You know, assumably, if you and I are going to finish something for hypothetical purposes, we're going to taste it every month, every two months, whatever. And I don't know what the progression was, and I assume they did that to a degree, but I don't feel like this was on the boundary of being in there too long or turning, so to speak. And I, I think as far as where we are with age statements and the people that really value them, I think they would expect more of an oak expression if they ordered something that was age stated 26 years. But if you listen to the dad's drinking bourbon and you heard our tasting notes <laughs> and you got it anyway. <clears throat> but, you know, I mean, there, there are there are people that, you know, if they're at a bar and they see 26-year-age whiskey, regardless of the source and anything else, they're just going to expect 26-year-old whiskey to have a certain amount of oak in it. They're going to expect that it has more oak than this one has. Yeah, I mean, they're going to get this and and see the color and see how sweet it is. And and I wouldn't say turned off, but it would be such a curveball. Their initial response would probably be like, whoa, 
What just happened? I think we both liked it. I mean, I enjoy the expression. It confuses me more than anything because that's old to be this sweet. I think it's funny because we both said like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a quick show. And then we started drinking this and it's turned into a longer show than we thought it would be. I mean, we like thinkers at the price point, which 500. Yeah. At that price point, I would be very hard pressed to buy a bottle plain and simple but if i saw it at a bar i would ultimately encourage anyone that it wasn't going to tip their financial scale to try it literally just to hear what they told me they got out of it well i wonder how many people are actually going to buy this to drink it opposed to how many people are super dylan fans people do that yeah (laughs) that are buying this you know, because it has the ceramic bottle with the Dylan painting. It has the coin. It has the whole <laughs> leather-bound book and an apartment that smells like rich mahogany. I think a lot of people are going to buy it to collect it. And the presentation is awesome. I mean, if you no, have... It is. It's a home run. If you have that financial means and you're a big Dylan fan, go ahead and buy two. But, you know, as far as the initial expression in this lineup... I'm interested to see what else they roll out. I hope it's some stuff at a better MSRP so that it would be more affordable to people. I mean, this is one of the more unique things I think we've had in some time, given all the factors around it. What I'm hopeful for, I don't think that Ryan Perry over at Heaven's Door, who is the master blender, I don't think he's going to sit there and just sit on his laurels be an NDP, go out and get some stuff. I mean, he's going to play. He's going to experiment a little bit. He's going to put some finishing on there. I'm excited to see what he's going to do. Sitting on laurels or loins either way is not a good idea. No, not at all. So I think we both like this. I think it comes down to what are your financial means? You know, if you can spend 500 bucks on a whiskey. Yeah, I mean, what are you looking at cost? Around 25 an ounce? 25 times 25 is 625. That's close. Yeah. 100 off. I would assume any bar would mark it up about that much. So you're looking at what? 25 bucks an ounce pour at least. I think they'd mark it up more. But anyways, I want to let you know that our glassware is provided by distilleryproducts.com. Whether or not you want laser etched Glen Karen's, whether or not you want the Wee Glen Karen that typically is only available at the Heaven Hill Distillery. You want the Tua glass. You want the neat glass. They are the only place in North America that does wholesale laser-etched neat glasses. Distilleryproducts.com. They have flasks. They have decanters. Whatever it is, they are ready to put your logo on it. Whatever your laser-etched needs are, make sure to reach out to distilleryproducts.com. Go to their website. See what they have. If you want me to hook you up with them, send me an email. Send me a, a direct message. I will be happy to introduce you to the folks at distilleryproducts.com. I bet if you go to any distillery and say, hey, where do you get your laser etched glassware? They'll probably tell you distilleryproducts.com. So reach out to me. Love to get you in touch with them. Zeke, this is a really interesting pour. So what are you? what's your official rating going to be? I was with you. I didn't rate it yet. You didn't? Not that I'm aware of. You kind of lean to a bar. What did you lean to? Price is relative. I am a little bit on a fence post on this one. I like it. Price is a relative thing for me in my situation, you know, with just buying a new house, spending a lot on furniture and appliances and stuff. 
I don't have 500 bucks. Yeah, dungaree. I don't have 500 discretionary dollars to go buy this pour right now. But I get it in a bar and I'd be damn happy. But if you are a Dylan fan or you just like interesting, you know, you listen to us and you're like, I like it when John and Zeke find a thinker, you're not going to be disappointed with this. A bit of a sidestep as far as a ranking. I'm not trying to sidestep. No, I, I meant me. Oh. Um, I would bar this, but I would want to bar it for whoever I was with and not tell them what I had ordered and just simply say, hey, let, let's pass this ounce around. Everybody get a nip. Tell me what you think. If it's one of those nights, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. to me, that's where this would be super fun. But it's one of those bottles that I would love to have. I mean, because it is a Dylan painting. It's something that's always going to stay with you because that bottle is ceramic and it's a piece of art. Well, let's hope it doesn't have lid like the old ones. It doesn't. I was pleasantly surprised by it. You know, I, I liked the movement. Maybe you're secretly Canadian. A. You're going to move up there with the Royals. No. They're not Royals anymore. So they like that song? I don't know, Zeke. I don't know. You'll be Sussex Royal in no time. <laughs> I would like to buy it blindly for friends. To, to me, especially in that a- aspect, it'd be fun at a bar. I like that. If I had 500 discretionary bucks, I'm a music fan, all that, I'd buy it. That's where I am. I mean, hey, man, keep buying them scratchers. You're bound to win one day. Uh, I don't buy scratchers. I should. Maybe I should start getting them. Add, add it to your uh, quick stop routine. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Find us wherever you download your podcast. Please leave us an open and honest review like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Thank you, Heaven's Door. Thank you to Lucy for sending this our way. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? In our uh, new plush studio in Franklin. Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao.